Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hi, everyone. For those of you familiar with the Lacey Peterson case, you know the circumstances around her death. It can be difficult to listen to. I wanted to make sure you understood that we do talk about some difficult topics in this, and please feel free to skip the episode if any of that triggers you. Oh, and we use bad language. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we're still solving murders from our couch. Can't I got stop, my stop. I got my t-shirt last night. It finally it arrived. Nice? It is. It's cute. It's totally okay, cute. I got charm. it in red, mm-hmm. and it's the ladies of a certain age solving murders from our couch. I got a bunch of stickers. I also got the um, the mug that is. Oh God! What? It's it's not from the fight. What? What? No, it's whatever phrase was on the mug that's. Maybe it is from the fight. What phrase? Is it shut your on? fucking mouth and yes. let me talk to you? Yes, that is. That okay, is, so from, it is the from the fight. fight. It How is totally you? from the fight. No, it's from my brain. I was thinking it was some. <laughs> That's what it was. Guys, yes. if you don't know what fight we're talking about, it's a sister wives thing. And if you don't watch. What are you doing with your life? Start watching. That's my best advice to you. Hey, I know somebody in the flesh who started this summer and has gone on a sister wives journey mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get caught up. It's mm-hmm. possible. So I wanted to talk briefly about I lost my job yesterday. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about what's going on in family, Amy. It's first so... of all, I'm so sorry, friend. I I just know how thank you. I know how scary it feels, how unsettling it feels. Yeah. How, my experiences were it's scary, it's unsettling, I'm angry. I'm like it, it's a whole range of motions I feel like people go through. And so how are you doing? I was going through the whole range of emotions yesterday, okay. still doing it. Called sure. my called Janet immediately. Good Janet, girl. Janet, I need to get in there. Good girl. So I'm going today at one o'clock. Um, Janet's my therapist, everybody. Get to know her because you'll get to know her. You'll get to know her. And- Janet and Priscilla have a presence on our, our podcast. <laughs> um, 
all I have to say is I am aware of the privilege that I have a partner to carry us and who provides health benefits. And I'm very grateful for that. I can't imagine people going through this when they have children and they're a single parent. And I can't even imagine. So I am, you know, very blessed in that way. Yeah. However, every time I have ever, I was thinking about this yesterday, like every time I ever reinvented myself or changed careers, which I've done twice, Mm -hmm. it's always been on my terms. Yeah. And this is not on my terms. And I'm totally freaked out. And I have such a weird skill set that it just Mm -hmm. doesn't translate well into finding jobs. Like I have some ideas for you, but we'll talk about that later. I have some ideas for you. I'm so grateful to have Backdoor Friends and have this podcast and have you and Steph. I mean, it's such a network of support. It is. And it's going to be something to do every day. So like I told you before we started recording, I've I've gotten laid off a couple times. And the last time I did was the beginning of COVID. Mm. It was March 30th, 2020. And it was, you want to talk about having nothing to do? Yeah. You want to really talk about having nothing to do? Because I was single at the time, lived alone. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was just like what happened to you. I got the call and like three hours later, everything was turned off. Yeah. It was very traumatic. It is. It's just the rug is pulled right out from under you. And you're like, what is, because I did not see it coming at all. See, I kind of, I knew it was coming. Okay. Okay. Um, but I thought, and the impression from everybody, including my boss who told me was that we were going to have 2024 to, to write this ship. Okay. And so I'm thinking I'm coming up, like I spent all weekend coming up with these great strategies, new article ideas. I'm a mental health writer guys. Yeah. And I didn't even get to present them. It was like, oh, never mind. We got our financials back from last year today. We're we're three million dollars in the hole. We're shutting the place down. Oh like, well, I mean oh, that'll do okay. it. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I'll do it. But, but it yeah. was just so traumatic to have it happen so abruptly. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's like, Ugh. well, thank you, and thank You're again. I know once again I have to say I know I'm one of the lucky ones. I'll land on my feet. I'll be fine. Yeah, I have a good education. I have, you know, some marketable skills, not many, but a few. And you have an incredible work ethic. So I'll I'll get there. But for now, you know what? You know what the funny thing is? For the first time in my life, I think I'm just going to ride it out for a little bit. Sit for a little bit. Just take your breath. Yeah, because I'm able to collect unemployment. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm able to work on the podcast a little bit, like. I'll be I'll be afloat. I can float for the mm-hmm. next few months. Even if all you do is take like two weeks and then start thinking about jobs. Yeah. It's a free two weeks. And I've done that every time I've got the one time I got laid off was literally the before I was flying to Mexico the next day. Oh my God. You want to talk about amazing? I'm sitting in the pool with my girlfriends and I had like all this shit going on at work. And so I was like really stressed about this trip and like Yeah. Am I going to oh be thinking God, about work the whole time? You must have had a great trip. I was like, fuck it, people. I don't care anymore. This is amazing. I don't oh. have a fucking thing to think about. Except yeah. sitting my ass in this pool and drinking frozen drinks. That is the oh, And the trip was all paid for. It was all inclusive. So, like, other than mm-hmm. eating at the airport, this trip mm-hmm. called me cost me zero dollars. Nice. And it was just like, well, it had cost me money, but right, that money right, was right. long gone. And so it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, 
That sounds amazing. So relaxing. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I have to do a little bit of that. Timmy, my husband, is like, you know, you built the podcast, which I did build the podcast thinking this might be a possibility. Okay. So he's like, you built the podcast. Why don't you just give it hell for like the next three or four months and see what can come of it? And I'm like, maybe, maybe I will. Like, I love podcasting. It it brings me such joy. I cannot even tell you. You have me for as much time as I can possibly muster up to sit on the other side of this microphone. It, I, I've told you this is this and burlesque are the two joys in my life right now. Well, I'm glad <laughs> the rest to hear of my that. life was a total and complete shit show, which maybe I'll talk about on our Patreon feed one day. But I'm glad to hear that, and the backdoor friends are glad to hear that because yeah. they do love you very much. So well, I love them. I love this whole little happy. community we're doing. It's so much fun. Are you ready to solve a fucking murder? We're going to solve a fucking murder. And this is going to be <laughs> a little bit different than your per- portion because I know you kept making fun of yourself like, oh, my God, I'm going on and on. But really, I think the first three were so much exposition. Yeah. And so much you had to understand because now we're going to talk about the trial mm-hmm. and the impact of the trial mm-hmm. and all this. And I'm just going to say right now, this trial is a shit show. This trial is a shit show. And the this- prosecutor, what are you doing? This prosecutor would make me look like a, a better prosecutor, having having been married to someone who went to law school, so I'm like lawyer adjacent. Mm-hmm. I heard about the shit he was talking about, but I never sat in a class and I never took an exam. Yeah. Or did I take the bar exam? But I'd have some ideas. Um, I mean, isn't there, there's some- I could do better, I think, than these people. <laughs> there's a medium between Nancy Grace- Yeah. And like, I don't know- uh, this paper prosecution that they're mm-hmm. doing, just this, I don't know how to describe it. It's its weak. It's not very strong. Now, it gets better. It does. But the but beginning think, is off to a real rocky start. It is. But I think also now hearing what you said about, hearing what you said about all the inconsistencies in the documentary already yeah. really is now making me look at what they say about the trial in a different light. Yeah. Because they are con- constantly just being like, the prosecution sucked. The prosecution sucked. They fucked some shit up, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. But, like, they're lying. T- like, everyone's lying. Yep. Whether they're lying intentionally or they're lying because it's what they have made themselves believe because it's the thing that gets them through their day. Yeah. Like, imagine if it's your, imagine if it's your child. Let's take Lee Peterson out because I know you have issues with him. But imagine you're Jackie Peterson, right? Right. And you're watching Mm -hmm. this whole trial Mm -hmm. happen. You're also ill. Yes. You are going to. She dead now, right? She dead now. Um, I love that that's now how you're saying it. She dead (laughs) now. Does she get an RIP? She does. She does, sure. Um, If the fucking Unabomber does, it's a really wide swath of people (laughs) who can get an RIP. Um, But like. I can see if I'm if I'm Jackie Peterson cherry picking the parts that that serve my child the best. Well, well, here's the deal in in with the lack of forensic evidence, right? The lack of physical evidence. This is always going to be a circumstantial case. Yes. And whether those are it's so hard. Right. Whether it's going to be circumstantial for guilt. I believe his innocence is also circumstantial. Agreed. So it's like. It's kind of like an Ackman's razor. Like, is this just the unluckiest guy on earth? 
mm-hmm. who predicted his wife would go missing to his mistress and then she did and then he right. got blamed for it? Or is he being railroaded? Like I tend to lean towards he is guilty of this. I like think he he's has guilty. done it. But I, but yeah. who knows? So here we I are. I know talk- many people in my personal life who think he's innocent, by the way. Almost everybody thinks he's guilty. Shout out how to does, you, mom. I was going to say, how does Mother Amy feel about it? Because we know she feels strongly about crimes. Yes. Mother Amy hates this mofo and wants him to stay where he is in his okay. little prison cage. Yes. In San Quentin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The, the other day, we, I was watching The Dateline and Todd comes in and they were talking about going to San Quentin to visit him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's in San EQ. I'm like, what? First of all, is that a thing people say? And what? second of all, why do you know that that's a are thing we, people are we, say? Wait, are we making San Quentin cute? Are we making no, a tourist destination? I don't know. But he was like, I'm like, why are we talking about, I, from what I understand about San Quentin, it's not a place you want to wind up. No, no. No. And he's like, oh, is he in San EQ? I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. 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 So, okay. So. First of all, we're talking about just the impact of the wall-to-wall coverage of this case before it even got to trial. It was insane. And talking about Nancy Grace in particular and all of that, I have have what might be a hot take of a theory. Maybe not. Maybe everyone in the world's going to agree with me. I don't know. Okay. Nancy Grace did it. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fucking amazing if somehow we... What if Nancy Grace is a serial killer? say what if she's doing it all what if she's doing top mom <laughs> right she stole little casey or what kaylee whatever her name was kaylee, kaylee. anthony yeah mm-hmm. she stole that baby killed him she mm-hmm. killed Lacey peterson she's been <laughs> she might have even been responsible for shannon watts and chris watts was just you know the unluckiest motherfucker who just yes. said he did it um yes. yeah that would be a really gr- that would did be she a great kill novel. nicole brown simpson or nicole kidman as i call her <laughs> amy you have some free time now. This is your novel. You're mm. going to write a story about a true crime reporter who is nationally oh, but, known, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she's the murderer. Okay. All right. I'm on it. R- write that down along with the Sister Wives musical. You have time for that now, too. I thought, you know what I thought would be fun? Just a quick side tangent. Writing yeah. Sister Wives fan fiction. But go on. <laughs> oh, shit. We can't have incest, please. No, no, there'll be no incest. Okay, good. Because that's what a lot of that shit turns into. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. So, but, oh, my, I didn't even say what my scourge was. My, my issue. We just got derailed by Nancy Grace being a serial killer. Um, I think one of the downfalls of our country is the 24 hour news cycle. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Shit's gone down socially yeah shit 100 shit has gotten way worse mm-hmm. since we had the 24-hour news cycle it's i bad. think i saw a special on that where they talked about what election was the first election that was was it 2004 was the first election that really was affected by that i think it was it could be 2002 or 2004 i want to say it was bush's could re-election be, could be bush's re-election it, mm-hmm. it's just awful it's awful it's awful they need they need news. They need mm-hmm. stories. And, they need to fill space. And there's also this, you know, we conflate editorializing with reporting. Mm-hmm. Like what Nancy Grace is doing is editorializing. It's an opinion She's story. not reporting. No. Right. But because she's on CNN. <laughs> People think she's a reporter. Yes. It, yes. 
And I will say it, it happens on both MSNBC and on Fox News. Yes. I mean, I'm a huge Rachel Maddow fan. Does she report some information? Sure. sure. Most of it, though, is her is her lens of this yes. information. Just yep. like on Fox, Sean Hannity. Uh, is he even still on? He's one of the ones who got, right? I, uh, is Tucker Carlson still on there? No. I don't know. One of those guys. Jesse yes. Waters, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, don't know. go on. Anyway. But they, they do share some nuggets of information, for sure. 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 But it's all their opinion. Yes. And the nuggets you pick and choose to share, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, it's an tell echo you a chamber. lot mm-hmm. about who it is. Yep. Anywho. Yep. So we've got this wall-to-wall coverage, which presents a huge problem for this trial. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they can't hold it in Modesto, in Stanislaus County, which is where Modesto is. They they have to go somewhere else. You mean Modesto, the shithole capital of the world. The shithole capital of the world. Hold on. Let me come back to it. Modesto, murder, meth, and auto theft. Right. Mm-hmm. The shithole um, capital of the world. So that's part of his appeal was that he didn't get a fair trial because they couldn't move, change the venue. He right. would not have gotten a fair trial anywhere. He couldn't Wait, get a fair trial let me anywhere rephrase. in America. Let me rephrase. I think he got as fair of a trial as he could have. Given how but everyone knew about this. He was never going to get a fair trial. Like, where are they going to put him? New Jersey? You think people in New Jersey aren't following this? Right. And they you can't take it out of state. You would have to give him a trial on the fucking moon. Yeah. And you can't take it out of state because it's a state crime. It's oh, not like so a federal you know crime. More than I know. Federal crimes, you can, you can, I mean, they tend not to move them out of state because they tend to stay them in the dis. It's a whole thing. But you know where they should, should have had the trial? The Catalina where? wine mixer. What's the Catalina wine mixer? <laughs> Did you ever see that movie, Step Brothers? <laughs> no, I've never seen it. Oh my God. Oh, it's no. fantastic. Okay, okay. Anyway, go on. <laughs> that was a joke that no one, 5% of people got that. That I didn't get. So that's mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So they decide to move the trial to Redwood City. I've been to Redwood City. I dated mm-hmm. an abusive man in Redwood City. Ooh, that's a whole other story. Okay. All right. But it's about 50, 50 minutes away or 50 miles away from Modesto. It's north, right? It yeah, is, yes, it is north and west. Modesto, uh, okay. Redwood City is right in the midst of Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, it's just north of Mountain View. Um, and it's Palo Alto. It's right in there. Okay. Um, yep. It's gotcha. Cute place. Well off. Mm-hmm. Um, but 50% of all the potential jurors who went, who got picked, said he was guilty. Yeah. <laughs> This jury yeah. took nine weeks to seat because yeah. they couldn't find people who didn't go in there going, he guilty. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, Janie is making the case that people are biased against him because mm-hmm. of the news media. The most damning thing, if you ask people why he's guilty, is the Amber Fry tapes. It's it's, it's the mistress. Did I say that right, Fry? Amber yes. Fry. Yeah. yeah. The Amber Fry tapes. His own doing, his own words. Correct. Like, Correct. I, that to me is the most offensive thing he's done. I oh, kind of don't care what Nancy Grace is saying. So, like, I, I don't know what they expect. Like, it's, he's doing it. He, he, the call's coming from inside the house. Yeah, it's yeah. his behavior that's making him look worse and worse and worse. Yes, yes. And, oh, excuse me, I hit my desk. And so it took them nine weeks the other thing that this that I found found was interesting, and it definitely had an impact on the trial. This jury was not sequestered. No, which and was weird. It is weird, but I also understand it. The cost of that mm-hmm. would have been insane. 
because they had the jury of 12 people. They had six alternates. So it's 18 people. They would had to have housed and fed for what turned into nine months. Oof. Oh, it was nine months? I thought you said nine weeks. Nine months. Nine weeks to seat the jury. The oh, trial itself was, was like nine wow. months. Wow. It's, it, you just couldn't do it. No. It's too expensive. And if folks if folks aren't into like what does it mean to be sequestered or not, means they, they basically put you in a room and they bar you from seeing the media. They bar you from talking to your family. Didn't they sequester the OJ jury mm-hmm. or no? Yeah. Okay. I think the OJ jury was sequestered. Mm-hmm. It happens quite often, particularly... It's designed for cases exactly like this, where there's so much coverage of it mm-hmm. that we only want the jurors to hear what is happening in this room. Because that's yeah. the only thing you're supposed to make your decision about. Yes. Is what has happened in this room. And and then how the judge gives direction to the jury and right. gives them rules about what they can and cannot consider. Right. What what case did we talk? Oh, Natalia Grace. The mm-hmm. judge gave the them orders. We can't talk about her reaging. Yes, yes. Because once that happens, the whole story gets to shit. Yes. So the the instructions a judge gives actually has a lot of sway. They're pretty in important. case as well. Mm-hmm. Were I Scott Peterson? Oh God. Well, no. If were I mm. Scott Peterson, I would choose a. I don't know what I would choose because you can choose. Do you want a jury trial or do you want a bench trial? Right. You can choose if you want a jury or just the judge to decide. So you think he would have been better off with a bench trial? I wonder if he might have been. Mm, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But we get this jury of folks, and it's it's quite a it's cast wild. of characters. It's wild. It is quite a cast of characters. Mm-hmm. And I remember some of these. I remember the woman who they call, what the, the name Strawberry they had for Shortcake. Strawberry Shortcake with the mm-hmm. big red hair. Mm-hmm. And I remember her, like, she just looked like, she looked like she just rolled right out of some She looked like rock. she just walked right out of Hot Topic. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. say she, roll, she rolled right out of some punk concert and a tattoo shop. Yeah. And Hot Topic. Completely accurate. She was a younger mm-hmm. woman at the time. Nothing wrong with it. She looked exactly like what she should, but she was, she had such a specific look that it was hard to miss her. Yes. Yes. And I remember her and the other juror that they talked to a lot being like, you killed somebody in America. This is what happens to you. Yeah. It's like, you might want to oh keep God. that to yourself if you're on a jury. That's all I'm going to say. You might want to not walk out of the, out of the, um, deliberation room and start talking to media yeah no. immediately and calling i'm Scott on Peterson this jury i want to slink right out yep yep and then i want to write down every fucking thing i remember but this is this is and i don't want to say it's just our country i'm sure other countries do too but we make celebrities out of everybody we do so we do. they had their 15 minutes there we go they sure did so we get into the trial again i say as i said last time i love maureen orth we hear from her a lot because she wrote a lot about this during the time. There were no cameras allowed in this trial. Right. Sometimes there are, sometimes there aren't. What do you think about cameras in a courtroom? Um, I mean, I'm, I come from the point of view of the more transparency, the better. I agree. But, you know, there's also like you run a risk of exploitation as well at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, how many ghoulish people would have been looking for the photos and the videos 
of yeah. Lacey and Connor. Yeah, you're right. It's disgusting. Right. Yeah. That said, I'm all about transparency. So mm-hmm. I find it weird that we, I don't know. It's an interesting thing yeah. to think about. Uh, I also said Ted Rollins, I also said this last time, has not aged. No, no. At all. Mm-hmm. He is drinking from the same fountain of youth that Jennifer Aniston is. Maybe he's also drinking the blood John of the babies that she is. John Stamos. John Stamos is another mm-hmm. one. Like, mm-hmm. just not aging at all. I don't know how that's happening. I love John Stamos so much. I will forego the fact that he is a Disney adult now, thanks to his, like, 20-year-old wife. Oh, I didn't know he was a Disney adult mm-hmm. now. Oh. Mm-hmm. His wife is, like, a huge Disney fanatic. And I want to say she's maybe 30. Maybe. She's a wonderful human being. She does a lot with charities and you know what I mean? She's very into that kind of stuff. But sure. He's become a Disney adult. Yeah. Good. Okay. No no offense to our Disney adult backdoor friends. You guys have your mm-hmm. joy. I'm not going to mm-hmm. yuck your yum. Mm-hmm. Just leave it at that. So this trial really went back and forth. And it went back and forth from the moment of the opening arguments. The prosecutor saying, you know, Scott says there was something about Meringue, but that show that day, like he starts getting into it. I think, I think the prosecutor would have done a lot better to watch, watch Martha Stewart on both the 23rd and the 24th. Yes. Okay. So let's explain this for people who don't know what we're talking about. So they're trying to establish the last time Lacey was alive. So Scott, as we remember in my episodes I covered, told the, told, what's his name? Burkini. Brocchini. 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 That um, they were watching Martha Stewart the morning of the 24th, and mm-hmm. he didn't remember what it was about, but it was something about meringue. Right. So the prosecutors, you know, watched on the 24th, and there was a small mention of meringue. Meringue was mentioned once, but, but the on entire the 20- show. Yeah. The, almost the entire show on the 23rd was about meringue. Yes. So the defense, okay, so the prosecution, I guess, plays the 23rd. In the courtroom that's about meringue? No, they play the 24th and they're like, he's saying it's about meringue. Or maybe they played the 23rd. No, they played the they 23rd. Played the 23rd. Yes, yes, they're like, yes, he yes, said yes. it's about meringue and here it is on the 23rd about yes. meringue. Yes, so and then, then Mark- Garagos comes Garagos out. Garagos gets like- up and he's like, look, Martha Stewart says the word meringue on the 24th at exactly 927 a.m. Right. One, One time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, it's these little things that the these people are picking up on like that they dropped or just didn't look at it from the right right way yep and it is interesting to hear everybody talk about it there were days that they would come out of the trial and they'd be like this is it this is what's going to prove scott guilty and then the next day it'd be like oh my god this is the thing that's proving him innocent and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth um no one really knew it was going to happen we talk a lot about the sunflower umbrella search, which you say you you know stuff about. So let's talk yes. about the sunbrella, okay. the sunbrella, the umbrella, sunflower umbrella. Google yes. search web okay. search. Okay, so not only did I go down the Reddit rabbit hole, but I read the actual testimony from okay, the computer cool. guy. Okay. Oh, awesome. So keep in mind that computers are like the study of what we look at on the internet and footprints of our tech usage. Mm-hmm. Is not as advanced as it is now, obviously. This is 22 years ago. So this guy says that what came up was a Yahoo weather page. Okay. And the sunflower and the, what was it? The weather vane, I think was the other thing, were pop-ups on that page. So she clicked on them. Nobody clicked on them. 
Never clicked on it. They were pop-ups on that page. Somebody entered a zip code to see what the weather was going to be in like San Andreas or something, like somewhere else. Then Scott's email is accessed two seconds later. Right. And it's accessed for like five minutes. Now, two things. Obviously, in my opinion, that was Scott because he was accessing his email. Yeah. However, there was a lot of information of Amber in Scott's email in inbox. Mm. Could Lacey have logged into Scott's email, saw something, right, and they got into it? I mean, here's the thing. Like my I mean my computers have password protection. Primarily I use my work computer for life and it has to be password protected. It's all, you know, controlled yeah. by my company. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. I don't care. Um my company now knows that I look at Facebook a lot and I I Google mm-hmm. weird Okay, and sorry. you're a backdoor friend, and they don't ask any questions. I podcast about television. Anywho, the thing is, though, if you could get into my computer, and back then people weren't locking computers. No, no, nope. and a lot of people had a family computer. Yes, it's not like everyone has a laptop then in the way we do now. Correct. If you just opened up my computer and went to gmail.com, just the website gmail.com, my email's coming up. My husband could read. Every blessed thing in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't know who is accessing it unless, and I don't know if they said this in the testimony, was there a trace that his password had to be entered or was it just already open? They didn't talk about that. They just said his email was accessed. Okay. But they said very clearly that no one searched for sunflower umbrellas okay. or weather vanes. Okay. Got it. Okay, cool. So. Uh, which... Honestly, even with the limited like ad stuff and SEO stuff, I am sure for somebody like Lacey, who apparently was like a sunflower wackadoo, mm-hmm. hey, I've got the things in my life right. that I'm like super into. I could see into. why the pop-ups would be on there. I mean, exactly. I'm getting pop-ups for murder stuff all the time. And now suddenly exactly. I'm getting them for uh, graduate degrees. I don't know. Somebody oh. wants me to go back to school. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wonder who that could be. Mm. Anywho. So that that covers the sunbrella. Why do I keep sunbrella is like a f- type of I fabric. Like sunbrella. Sunbrella is actually a fabric. It's like an okay. outdoor fabric. Sunflower umbrella. Now let's talk about the receipts because mm-hmm. this is another thing we spend a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. So Scott has the receipt from the twenty fourth. Pulls it right out of his pocket. Here it is. Yep, has it ready to go. Has the permit to be there two times. Mm-hmm. 20, we think he's there on the 23rd and the 24th. Mm-hmm. He also says he did not, he got gas that way, that day on the way home. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't have, that, have receipt. that receipt. No. Let me ask you this, Amy. If you are a receipt keeper, not everyone's a receipt keeper. I'm not a great mm-hmm. receipt keeper. If you were a receipt keeper, are you keeping the, you know, $15 you spent to get into the boat launch? Or are you keeping track of your gas costs because that's part of your family budget, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's just- And maybe you pay be, with your credit card and maybe you're that guy that- Let's just be very clear. Scott doesn't give a fuck about the family expenses. Like I said oh, last no. episode, no. he's but, buying fake degrees for true. $300 off the that's internet. That's true. <laughs> um, I need a fake I, degree. Can I get a PhD? I know, right? I wonder <laughs> if it depends. The receipt that he had from the marina, was it one of those situations where you get it stamped and you use it for parking? I think it is. Okay, then that changes things. Then he keeps that. Yeah. So so this I didn't have a huge problem with, 
that he didn't have the gas receipt because I never get a receipt for my gas. I never get a Whatever. receipt either. So I don't know. But something sees a little janky that he's like, oh, here's the receipt from me being there on the 24th. I agree. I agree. I Got agree. it. Yep. Because I think he thought that was going to yeah, exonerate him. Right. Put him there. And lest us never forget, he got the permit for the two days on December 20th, 20th. but decided, quote unquote, last minute to right. uh, go fishing. And 11 days earlier than that, he told Amber that his wife had died. And bought a boat. And bought a boat in this time. So let's talk about the boat. Did Lacey know about the boat? Okay. So in Scott's defense. Okay. Somebody testified. I forget who it was. But somebody who was kind of objective. A friend or somebody. in late, And they admitted on the stand that Scott bought and sold boats as an adult. Okay. Commonly. Like okay. it wasn't uncommon for Scott to have a boat. Okay. Okay. Um, Lacey was seen. At his warehouse two or three days before and okay. used a bathroom. Now, this is interesting, okay, because somebody at the warehouse, so it's a shared warehouse situation, okay? Sure. Somebody's across the way or whatever. They're like, the prosecution's trying to say that Lacey didn't know about the boat, but she was at the warehouse. Okay. And so she probably saw the boat, Okay. The reason that person knows Lacey was at the warehouse is because Lacey came over to their side mm. to use the bathroom because Scott wouldn't let her go in the closed section of his warehouse to use the bathroom. Where the Why? boat was. Right. Yeah. Why? Right. So there's that. I I don't know. I feel like she didn't know about the boat. By it's all accounts, totally she didn't know about the boat. Yeah. And the fact that she never told her mother about the boat. And um, Scott Peterson talked to his dad on the way home from the marina mm -hmm. and the neighbor that I told you about. They eventually connected. Um, both avid fishermen, fishermen, mm -hmm. fishermen, fishermen's, fishermen's never mentioned that he had been fishing. He's literally on his way home from fishing. Never right. mentioned it. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Yeah. I, if I have a shot, like, oh, I just, yeah. Like, right. If, yeah. You know, what I'm yeah, saying. like if I, if you and your mother have a shared passion for solving crimes from your garage, from your, <laughs> from your couch. If for some reason you were doing something crimey, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. researchy, and you call your mom and be like, mom, guess what I just learned about yes. blah, 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 blah. Yes. Yeah. No. no it's, it's weird. And I real I really keep coming back to the relationship Lacey and Sharon had because I feel it's very similar to the relationship my mom and I have just from what, how they've discussed it mm -hmm. and there's no world in which todd would have a boat and my mother wouldn't know yeah. even if he was someone who bought and sold them yes she would know the status do we have a boat right now do i don't know if he like right bought now? and sold them i may have mischaracterized that but okay. it wasn't unusual for him to own one okay like it's you know he had a few here and there as, then my as mother would absolutely know that yes and sharon's walking around like i have no clue about a, a boat especially if you're expecting a baby and, and you're money. having some financial problems. Right. Why are you buying a fucking boat? Believe me, my mother's going to hear about it. And it's not going to be. Uh, right. It's going to be, what the fuck is this asshole yeah. doing? Ugh. Okay. Now, Detective Burkini, our bestie, or I should say, um, uh, Janie Peterson's, Peterson's bestie. <laughs> oh, my God. Just the, the vitriol with which she says Burkini. his name. Burkini. More and more, I'm falling into your idea that she's in love with Scott. Yeah, uh, something's weird. Something's rotten in Denmark there. Starts talking about, like, is, like, pl according to La uh, Janie, Janie and Lacey, it's too much. 
according to Janie, he's planning this false idea that Lacey didn't know about the boat. Of course mm-hmm. Lacey knew about the mm-hmm. boat. Who knows? Um, who cares if Lacey did know about the boat? Right. Right. I mean, she still, in my opinion, saw that boat in a different way on December mm-hmm. 23rd or 24th. Uh-huh. For yeah. show. Sure. They talk a lot about, Janie has this theory for sure that Burkini walked into Scott's house with an agenda. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out, like, why. You know what I mean? Right. Is it I just because he wants to solve a crime right away and it's all, it's I always think, the husband? I think he walked into that scene, saw the way Scott was acting. And is like, this is fucked. And was immediately like, something's not right here. Similar to the detective that walked into the Ramsey house. Yeah. Also the night of Christmas. Yeah. And was like, these two, something's awry. There's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you and I can sit here and, you know, wax eloquent all day long about how we think someone might or might not. We are waxing eloquently, as I'm saying, fishermen's. True. True. Mm -hmm. We could go on and on about whether, like how we think somebody should behave in that moment. I can say you how I think I would behave. I have no fucking clue. Right. We also know I don't cry. By the way, I cried in my dream last night. I had a dream. It's a whole crazy dream. But I cried in it. And in my dream, part of my dream was, I can't wait to tell Amy I cried. (laughs) In my fucking dream. Okay. All right. Okay. Girl, I got you. Also in my dream, I was making pancakes and I was unaware that Leo was in the pan for half the time and I burned him. Oh, Leo's her cat, guys. Leo's my cat. It was awful. Like, I was devastated about what did I do to my cat? And we were in some weird place and I was trying to find an emergency vet. It was a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, I have a very active dream Here's how I feel about the human behavior (laughs) thing. Yes. Sorry. Let's go back to that. (laughs) There is a whole, there is an entire branch of the FBI that is dedicated to using human behavior Mm -hmm. to predict crime. The FBI- The FBI employs a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists. The behavioral analysis unit is dedicated to this. Yeah. There is, there are always going to be, you know, these margins of should people act a certain way? There's always going to be people who slightly fall out of the margins. Was Patsy Ramsey too upset? Maybe. Was John Ramsey not upset enough? Maybe. Maybe. There's always going to be that. This is like, you can't, you can't use behaviors predictive behavior like you can't use somebody's behaviors predictive when it benefits you like oh scott has never heard a fly scott has always been this great person but then not use it when it doesn't benefit you and say well scott just doesn't know how to act in this situation like scott is either I, i don't know there's some something is not right like he's not acting within the slight margin of weird right it's Far beyond that, it is yeah. this detachment. He is calling Amber Fry from from the wife, the Wigil, the Wigil, the, the Wigil, the Wigil. Yes, I'm saying it like I was German. I can't say V's. V- I the mean, Wigil. again, I can't. Like, what does that tell you? Where his mind is? Yeah, he does not think she is coming home. Back. He knows she's not. People also made a really huge deal of him ordering porn channels. I don't think that's nearly the big deal. Of all the weird shit he did. Yeah. 
Like, I can see, you know, being like, I want to get out of my brain. I'm just going to yeah. do it this way. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, is the that- The porn thing is the least of it. it. Right. Is that gross? Whatever, dude. I don't know. That's, that's, your, your sexuality is your business. I right. feel like. I don't care exactly. what you do. Whatever. The fact, however, that he tried to sell her car and tried to put the house on the market yep. before we even found her is a problem. And started storing things in Connor's room because he knew Connor right. wasn't coming home. Right. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I keep don't know, in mind, guys, even if he had a terrible marriage and Lacey was a terrible person, we're still talking about his baby. His baby. Exactly. We're still talking about his baby. And we're not talking about she's 10 weeks pregnant. This is a baby. This baby's coming this by baby the middle of January. live outside the womb. This yeah. is a baby. Oh, yeah. If this baby were born the day yeah. that, that Lacey died, he would – okay, maybe he'd need a day or two in the NICU, but he'd be fine. Yeah. He was fully yep. developed. My girls were born at eight months. It happens. They're fine. Yeah. He w- he was just at the point that I call the fattening up period. Like, we're yes. just get, we're just fatting you up. Yep. All the organs are formed. We're just getting a little weight on you throughout mm-hmm. the world. So, yep. yeah. It, that part, the fact that he was storing stuff in there is so – it's so crazy to me. I just can't. Oh, I just can't imagine it's it. It's wild. Okay. We also have a lot of issues with the members of the jury. We do. We do. And two the, things can be true. These guys oh, yeah. can be idiots and he's still guilty. He may. I don't actually disagree that he probably deserved a um, a, a retrial because this jury was a shit show. Yeah. I agree. There's so many problems. So mm-hmm. the end of episode four, we learn about juror, juror number five. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they identified them by name. Sometimes they didn't, depending, I think, on whether they're willing to be out in the press or not. Because a lot of these folks are not willing to be out in the press. A lot right. of them are. However. Right. Right. And juror number five is removed because he was talking about the case to others mm-hmm. um, in the jury room and outside of the jury room. And he told his friends outside of the jury room that he thought the prosecution was bungling the case. Right. Can't do that, man. Can't do it. No. Can't do that. I served on a jury. It was four days. So it mm-hmm. was not it was not a big deal. It was a federal case. I can tell the whole story later. It was a fascinating case. But like you walk in and out of there, you talk, you say hi to your juror friends. You don't talk That's anything it. about that case until you are in the deliberation room. Well, and this is why I was saying like, I would not feel comfortable putting this guy to death. Mm-mm. Because I think if he could get another trial, okay, fine, let's do it again. I think he's going to be found guilty again. Right. But go ahead. Do it. Yeah. And the challenge with a retrial is, is like, I mean, retrials are important for the times in which they need to happen. But the challenge also is, is now both sides have done a dry run of their, of their stuff. Yes. And so now we get to have a more refined version. Yes. Of our stuff. And for something like this, where... The media was reporting what was said in the courtroom every mm-hmm. damn day. Mm-hmm. This prosecution team could have come back, not have bungled, say, the 23rd, 24th meringue mm-hmm. situation. There's so many things that can be interesting. Anyway, yeah. let's go to episode five. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We talk a lot about in this documentary, which I'm glad they did, the impact of the timing of this case in relation to everything else going on in the media. Yeah. So they had seated the jury. They were going to potentially announce that they were ready to hit the trial, but it was election night. <laughs> right. So there was actually conversations on like CNN of, are they going to announce? No, they won't because they don't want to interrupt elect. I mean, this is can the I, lens. Can I say something political? Of course. Okay. <laughs> to me, of course. Don't hate me, guys. Um. Somebody was outside and had a sign that said, like, fuck you, Scott Peterson or something. And it was mm -hmm. on the back of a Bush Cheney sign. I'm like, that's the one good thing a Bush Cheney sign is good for. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. Outside of the courtroom, there are Bush Cheney signs. Yeah. And um, who was John Kerry? John Kerry. Thank Carrie you. Edwards. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie. Oh, God. I remember that situation. Yeah. Um, John yeah, Edwards turned out to be a real piece of shit. But that's a whole other podcast. John Edwards is a whole other problem. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember just right when he popped out, my dad's like, this is the guy. This is the guy that's going to take it all. And yeah, then yeah. all that happened. He was like, okay, nope. maybe not. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. So then um, one of the statements was like, the prosecution's case was really dry and boring until we put Amber Fry on. Wow. Yeah. On, on the witness box. Yeah. I, I, I said it last time. I'll say it now. I have so much empathy and respect for Amber Fry. She treat, she really handled herself with class. She did. And they she never, did she, do we know, did she ever make money off of this? No, I don't believe so. I don't think she's written a book. Did she write a book? I'm going to Google yeah, that. You look that up while I talk. Yeah. Uh, so she gets up there and tell, and tells everything. And it's everything that we saw in the first three episodes about her, but she's, you know, everyone in the courtroom says she's like pretty calm, cool, and collected. She looked at Scott through a lot of it. Like she just told her story and she wrote a book, Amanda. Oh, did she? Okay. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. She wrote it in 2005 though. Oh, okay. Well, the trial it, is over then. It's called witness for the prosecution of Scott Peterson. Okay. So my guess is she, it didn't get published till after the trial though. Oh, wait. Yeah, no. This is this is weird. Okay, what's weird? Tell me what's weird. I like weird. Um, no, this is not this is not the right description. Okay. <laughs> Guys, oh my god. I think the wrong description is on Amazon for this book. Oh, what does the description say? In seven chapters, she presents reasons why she is committed to Islam and why it is a viable spiritual <laughs> option for anyone. One, because I was born Muslim. Two, because Islam gives me a direct relationship with God. What? <laughs> this is the description for a book right. written by somebody named Hassan. Hassan represents what is left out of the daily papers and explains why being a Muslim is not merely a... I'm putting this in backdoor, friends. This is oh, my God. Okay. Oh, 
freaking so, amazing. So that happened. <laughs> I love when you Google shit and like half of it's right and half of it is like something got parsed fucked up and you're like, what has happened here? So if you, I was like, Amber Fry is uh, Muslim? converted to Muslim or convert to Islam. <laughs> Converted um, some, or as um, Mother Sam on 90 Day says, converted, converted to muslin. There we go. Muslin. muslin. No. So if you <laughs> click on the Kindle edition, it has the actual description of the book. Okay. There we yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Yes, you have to okay. post that. So part of what they talked about um, is, you know, how much time he actually spent with Amber versus these conversations and right. the tape. He only saw her four times over a six-week period. Correct. They were not doing the I love yous. Nope. No. So nope. that was They that. were a brand new relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, oh my God, did you see a future with him? You and I have talked about it. We like talked to a guy at a bar and we're looking at our wedding dresses. Yes. The fact that she's like, wow, I met this guy who seems like he's got his shit together and he seems nice and he seems okay with the fact that I have an 18-year-old kid, 18-month-old kid. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe maybe there's a future here. I don't maybe. think she was picking out her china patterns. No. And no. I think she was thinking, I'm into this guy and I want to see where it goes. Agreed. And she did nothing wrong. She had no idea he was married. Right. No idea. No idea. No idea. And so then Amber, we talked about this last time, she hires Gloria Allred. Um, and a lot of the jurors and a lot of the people say that Amber and the recordings are really the thing that just changed everything. Yeah. Cause his and... mind was not on finding his wife and child Mm-mm. again. Okay. It's not just the He's, affair. It's, it's his not behavior just with the affair. Her right. After. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank God you're here to talk for me. I got you. I got you girl. Uh, and so, okay. Richard. So then we talk about. Can we throw a 150-pound woman with weights on her out of the boat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have something, I have something to say. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you see the video reenactments of Mark yes. Aragos' guy trying to do this? Did you get vibes of Tommy Boy I've on his little boat? Either. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, girl. Okay, well, for those those of you who seen Tommy Boy, I was getting there's a fat whale in your boat. I was getting oh, that no. uh, thing. Oh, okay, no. okay. Listen, so a fisherman did say they've done all the things except lop it. Lop. I, I hate to talk about Lacey like this. If this was Lacey, please forgive right. me. Right, but lop the 150 pound thing off the back, which is what you would do when you're putting a heavy thing in the water off a boat. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's. That's the only, you're not going to do it off the side. You can't do it off the side because no. it is going to capsize the boat. Yeah. You have to, ugh, okay. But so, some well, idiot is out there on the water trying to shove it off the side. Right. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we talk about the dog search. This dog search yeah. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And so this dog picked up, supposedly picked up Lacey's scent at the marina, but they weren't allowed to show this evidence because it wasn't conclusive. Well, here's the challenge. This dog was not certified to do this. Can I say something about dogs? Of course. We don't my deserve mom and, them. My mom and I talk about this all the time. This whole bringing them. in the dogs, they never find anything. It's never Not accurate. Really. No. Is it just a ruse that we're doing at this point? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I made her joke. <laughs> Is it just a ruse what we do with dogs? No, um, like, I do think, you know, the drug sniffing dogs seem to work. That's mm-hmm. fine. But how many times have we watched cold cases and they're bringing in these dogs and 
it's like, are they hitting on something? Kind of, maybe. Like, it's weird. There was a big one in the um, Jennifer Pandos, that dog underneath the right. house. Right, and that wasn't, we don't That wasn't a thing. We don't know. Um, you know the dogs that I'm totally fascinated by? Are Bloodhounds. Oh, well, sure. I mean, bloodhounds are interesting. But no, that's not what I was going to say. The dogs that um, are service animals for people who are diabetic. Yes. That shit is fascinating yeah. to me. Dogs are, living with a diabetic. Dogs make awesome service dogs. They do. Service Dogs but, make awesome service dogs. But I just don't know. Dogs if, make better service dogs than, than cats, cats make service dogs. <laughs> but I just don't know if they can find dead people. That's true. That's yeah. true. They also make better service dogs than that video of the anteater that I put in Backdoor Friends. That was wild. What the wild. fuck was that thing? That was wild. I really thought an anteater was like the size of a small cat. Me too. Me too. And this no. thing, guys, if you haven't watched this in your Backdoor Friends, go look at this video. This thing is fucking huge. It is. It's gross. <laughs> it is crazy. Okay. Anyway, so the search dog, the search dog wasn't even certified to do what they said that this mm -hmm. dog did. So there's that. Um, the dog followed the smell. The dog followed the smell, though, after using items that Scott had also touched. Yes, right. And that's also the problem is, like, so much of any of the potential DNA evidence, like, you know, if you're trying to prove that, say, Todd killed me, his DNA and my DNA are all over this house. Well, and this They're is- They're all over his car. This, They're all over my yes, car. Like, and this is the problem with cases like this. Mm -hmm. The only way we are ever going to know what happened is if Scott Peterson tells us. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. There's literally no other way you're going to ever know what happened in that house. Because if they find any kind of DNA on her, it's going to mm -hmm. be his. And they're yep. married. Yep. There's like, like I don't know- this case, there's so many cases like this that have to be circumstantial. Exactly. Oh, let's go back. I, I think, I don't know if I have the notes on it here, but we'll talk about it because I did um, in the, both in the Dateline and then in the, if folks, if you also haven't listened to the podcast that Kate Casey did with Jody Weber, mm -hmm. she talks a lot about this and it's an excellent podcast. Yes. I highly recommend it. Yes. Um, and she has Jody Weber on a lot. And Jody Weber directly addresses this documentary. This, uh, exactly. And, but they talk about the fact that they found a hair in Scott's pliers. Mm -hmm. Now, people are like, well, I would hope he would have one of his wife's hair in a pliers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure none of my hair is actually, like, in the rusted, like, you know, place where Plier. the pliers come together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in my house. Because mm -hmm. I don't touch pliers. I, right. I, don't, I don't do that sort of thing. What they think happened, though is that he was trying to secure those weights mm -hmm. to her. Mm -hmm. And that's how her hair wound up yes. in the pliers. Yep. Yep. So, okay. So then, do, 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 no one, no one did the, okay. So now we find Lacey and Connor's bodies. Mm -hmm. Connor's bodies found first. Lacey's found second. Mm -hmm. Connor's body is intact. Mm. Lacey is basically a torso. It, at this I, point. Uh, yeah. I can't. I, I don't want to talk too much about it. It's I know, just too upsetting. Their bodies, however, were found about a mile apart. Yes. Right at the marina. Right, right the at the Berkeley. Right mm -hmm. in and around the Berkeley Marina. Mm -hmm. And the San Francisco Bay is full of tides. And like, mm -hmm. it's the San Francisco Bay is not a calm body of water. Right. It's just not. Okay. So forensics experts say that um, 
that the reason Lacey's body was found that the way it was wasn't because of sea life. Like they were trying to say, well, oh, sea life just like, you know, ate off her arms and legs. They're like, mm, that's yeah. not how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's like, no, it can't just be a coincidence that her body was found exactly where he went fishing. It Did just, you see it, Nancy Grace at this point? She's she's on Larry King and she's screaming, he was fishing on top of her body. No. Like, no. Okay, come on, okay. Nancy Grace. Take, Take it, down. it down a notch. Jesus. And the Emmy for best performance on a new show goes to Nancy Grace. We need to put Nancy Grace as a commentator about Sister Wives. Let her go after Cody for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Okay. Now we need to talk about when Connor's time of death was. Because that becomes a big issue as well. Mm -hmm. Because theoretically, his time of death should align pretty closely with Lacey's. Right. If, yeah. if she if he is still in utero his time his time of death should align very closely it Correct. certainly is going to align to the day yes yeah because you know or if shortly she's dead, after she's, yeah right and so every there is okay and so an expert says connor's death was on december 29th mm-hmm. and they they apparently can do this this is this was fascinating to me they can do this via um Bone measuring length? of the Fibia, tibia, like there, it's, there's bone measurements that they can do, and there's a formula that Guys, they- Guys, you have to see how I'm looking at Amanda, because we've ventured into science. We've ventured into math and science. And this I'm is not where Amy and I shine. I'm suddenly Mm-mm. like, what's a fibia, what's a tibia? Are they arm and leg bones? Uh, yes, I think okay. so. Because right. the femur is the thigh bone, I think. Hmm fuck i haven't done anatomy since like middle school anyway guys his bones go on his bones but there are there's like a lot of measurement and there's these formulas that they can run fetuses through to understand where they are in terms of their development when Mm -hmm. and when they stopped growing okay which i found really interesting yes i'd like to learn more about that from someone who can explain it to a science and math dummy yes because that is me we need to break it down to first grade level guys yes exactly But there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy about when did Connor actually die. Right. This first expert said the 29th. Well, it turns out this guy actually flubbed mm-hmm. the thing. He's supposed to have taken measurements of like three different bones. And he did it. Yeah. People say that he may have that the baby may have died as late as January. Right. So like the, the the time of the baby's death. If they can make the baby's death post 27th, 20, post Christmas, Mm -hmm. Scott couldn't have done it. Why? Okay, let me put it this way. Scott couldn't have dumped the body on the 24th. If Connor's death date was the 29th, Mm -hmm. he could not have dumped Lacey's body on the 24th. So part of Janie Lacey, Janie Lacey, listen to me, Janie Peterson's theory is, well, they, you know, they made Scott's alibi public. So then if the kidnappers who took her were watching, they could have right. just went down to the marina and dumped her body in the bay. Right. The cops were all over the fucking bay. Yeah. For months. No I one think they would have yeah. seen it. Yeah. After the twenty after the twenty fifth, someone was looking at the Berkeley Marina and that part of the bay all the time. Yeah. Yep. You know what I was actually thinking about, you know what's interesting? 
this could have been very different if it was in today's world where we have cameras all over the fucking place. Oh, I kept saying to my mother, so I guess, I guess they had no CCTV footage, but I was like, why couldn't they, I would look at, I watch See No Evil, okay, I'm sure a lot of my listeners do. I, I do too. Couldn't they find a gas station on a main strip headed towards that bay mm-hmm. and and watch for 16 hours on December 23rd and see if his truck went that way? Couldn't they do that? You know what I want to know? Was there a toll booth between their house and this I bay? doubt it. I think they would have caught that. They would have caught that. But that, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be another piece of information because that's where we would have known somebody went through. Yeah. Who knows? So let's pick it up because we're almost at an hour here. Okay. So there's just a mess of the jury. When the jurors went into the jury room, the initial vote was 10 to 2 that he was guilty. There were two Mm -hmm. people who were holding out. Um, And then one juror admits to having looked up details on the internet. Mm -hmm. Thank you for playing. We have some lovely parting gifts for you. That person gets the boot. Now we get strawberry shortcake. And she was sure that he was guilty as the day is long. And she's like, I want to get this done. Yep. Once they replaced her, the jury came back within like five hours. Yes. It was real quick. Um, yeah, jurors jury, threatening each other. Oh, one yeah. Threatening they're threatening the other each one. other. The jury, the foreman of the jury, the initial foreman was a doctor and a lawyer. And he was taking a zillion notes through this whole thing. But he gets the boot. Like, there's so much jury shenanigans chess happening mm-hmm. shenanigans and they changed the foreman's because he wasn't leading well it was just bad deliberations pick up again they have the vote guilty verdict thursday morning to friday afternoon sorry it's nine hours mm-hmm. once strawberry shortcake gets into the mix mark garagos wasn't even in the courtroom could you believe the, that the, uh, yeah because they thought it would be weeks yeah and so they went they, home they should have waited for him that was weird. they should have the peterson family wasn't there like a lot of Lee people weren't there, there, right? Lee wasn't there. Some people were able to make it. Of Some course, Janie weren't. was there. Of course, Janie was there. She with, probably was wearing like a with her little well, her little diary. I'm like doing Dear, this, like <laughs> just kind of, Dear sorry, diary. I just showed you my Dear diary, <laughs> Scott looks very handsome in court today. Yeah, that's what Janie Lacey's doing. In, in a Janie in Peterson, a journal, Jesus. In a journal, a la Joinomi that has like yes, you know yes fur around it okay yeah yes uh when the jury came back in one of the reporters said that there was an african-american juror who was sitting like on the end of the jury box and as they walked in they winked at sharon rocha yeah and scott just talks about how he was shocked and that's like the first that's how we opened this whole documentary is he's just like i felt like i was falling and falling and falling and like i yeah. Whether he did it or not, I can't imagine hearing, oh my God, I've just been convicted of murdering, even if I did it, my wife and child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think you think can hold that, out to that moment, you're getting well, away with it. And there might be that moment, right, there might be that moment of, I really thought I could get away with this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Rocha family just, I remember this, just sitting there weeping. Her her mother just breaks my fucking heart. I know. Oh my I God. Um. And the Peterson family was shocked. Uh, Lee Peterson thinks it was because of the cops and the media. That's that's why his son got convicted, not because mm-hmm. of anything he did. We have the Bush Cheney signs there. I noted that. And then the jurors were out drinking post verdict and were talking about the case 
the book deals they could get, how they were going to punish him. Right. Like, and they Shit, still haven't not, done the folks, sentencing phase. Right. They still haven't sentenced him. This is mm-hmm. bad, folks. But the jurors say all along they are still struck by all of Scott's inconsistencies. Yes. Yes. So now, now we get to episode six. And Scott six. didn't take the stand. No. Which was wild. Well, it's not, though. I mean, you have the right to not incriminate yourself. You have the right to not, you have the right to plead the fifth. People but take that as a sign of guilt. Gotten, like, if I, if I knew, if I was him and I honestly didn't do it. Yeah, I'd get on the I stand. would get up there. I would get on that fucking stand. I'd be crying. I'd be, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yes, I had an affair. I was really weak. I was dumb. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I would find a way to yep. whitewash all of this. Yep. Episode six, we get the fight between Lee Peterson and Nancy Grace, which is fucking phenomenal. I Do you know I remember that happening? I do, too. I remember it. Yeah. I do, too. I don't think I watched it, but I remember, like, I remember news being in the news. It right. I, don't, I didn't see it live. They filed an appeal in 2012. Mm-hmm. The appeal is on three issues. Jury selection. Uh, says if a juror said they. So well, there was and a, you skipped that he sentenced to death. He sentenced to death. Yes. And uh, in the, what do they call it? Victim impact statement. Yes. Um, Sharon gets up on the, the stand and channels Connor. Yes. And starts it's, crying I remember and that. saying, daddy, why are daddy, you, why you doing me? this to me? Oh yeah. my God. It's, it's, anyway. All right, it's something ahead. else. Appeal number um, one. So. So there's a rule when, okay, let's, when you're going through voir dire, which is the process of asking you like the questions to see if you can be on a jury, there's a question of, are you, if it's a potential death penalty case, Mm -hmm. are you opposed to the death penalty? Yes or no. If your answer is yes, there is a requirement of a follow-up question of, despite your personal beliefs, do you feel you could impose this sentence on somebody? You right. and I have talked about it. We both say no. We couldn't do it. Doesn't right. matter. Yes. Can't do it. Yep. People people say all the time, I don't believe in it, but I could do that if that's where this led me. They mm-hmm. never asked that second question. Right. So as a result, they were tossing people off the jury based on that one question alone, which you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, the second was the state evidence admitted that should not have been. So we have the dog as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second flaw was the hydrologist who talked about the movement of the bodies in water. And then he later admitted, I, I'm not actually an expert in this. I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That'd be like me going up there and being like, oh, yeah, yeah. With the with the waves and the thing and then being like, yeah, I'm a project manager who's a podcaster. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know anything. And then the third thing was excluded defense evidence, especially the boat experiment of mm-hmm. dumping the body. Mm-hmm. The boat capsizing, the judge ruled it wasn't similar enough. Um, and the jurors got to examine the boat on land, which isn't isn't an analog experience. You right. can't do right. that. It's right. not enough. Yes. So these are the three things. You have to get out there like Tommy Boy in the water, tipping the boat over. Mm-hmm. So now we go through what's called the habeas process where we're trying to f- – allowing the investigation to look at new evidence because we're going to mm-hmm. do this. Then we talk about SPAT or the SPA team as they yeah. call them. yeah. Scott Peterson acquittal team led mm-hmm. by our girlfriend Janie, who I did I did verify has a law California law degree. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, and they're there to help with the appeal process. It's his sister, it's Janie, it's like these other random women. They had this older woman. They who came was off like, the message boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like redditors coming together to they solve. They invited crimes. redditors into this. <laughs> Yes. Redditors out there solving crimes. Yeah. Um, there's the question, was publicizing Scott's alibi of 
being fishing is that what made the people dump Lacey into the mm-hmm. into the drink there um we also talk about how terrible Modesto is. They tried to paint it as this like sleepy little town, but apparently, again, murder, meth, and auto theft. Yeah, there's an airport district that is yeah. a mile from their house. And real dicey. Lots real of dicey. drugs, lots yep. of crime, burned yep. out buildings. It's not great. Um, and We see the pregnant woman who owns a store yes. who says, a suspicious person was looking at me. Right. Guys, I'm, I might be a suspicious person looking at people. What do I know? Jesus. Um, and then, then there's supposedly there was evidence that the baby was actually handled outside of the body. So now we get a satanic cult. Oh, theory. that's from our our Holdy. What's his name? Yes. Yeah, our Holdy. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name, but our Holdy friend who yep. looks yep. not like Treat Williams, but by the like the other guy. Uh, Nancy Grace thinks any. Any theory that could potentially prove Scott innocent is outlandish. I just I just want to say something. In the mm-hmm. past 10 minutes, my phone has gone off 15 times. Okay? Okay. We got one of my kids saying, I need money for prom tickets. We have another one of my kids texting me, are you busy? What are you doing? We have my husband texting me going, I don't know why I'm sweating so bad at night. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm like, guys, can I have 15 minutes to myself? I'm waiting for someone to pick up a chair that I dragged wow. into my my uh my driveway mm-hmm. at like seven o'clock this morning because I'm trying to clean out the garage. So I keep looking at my phone to make sure mm-hmm. that this person is not having trouble. Yeah, and because you don't want anybody breaking into your house either. So keep an no, eye. No, I I really don't. Yeah, I would not like that. So Could you imagine we're podcasting about murder and you get murdered. That's fucking dark. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna see the whole thing. Oh, okay, so yes. I'll, I'll testify. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Please, if I do if I do get murdered while mm-hmm. we're podcasting, promise me you'll testify. Of course. Of Thank course. You. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, one thing that they didn't talk about earlier on the case, but seven pregnant women disappeared from the area. Three in Modesto, the other four within 80 miles of Modesto. Mm-hmm. We have the Hernandez case. A pregnant woman who washes up on shore, similar condition to Lacey. See, this is the stuff that's starting to make me think, maybe Scott didn't do it. Like, there's all this other shit happening. So, in the Hernandez case, they are 99% sure it was the father of the baby. Okay. And notice we never heard about her because she's not a cute white woman. Of course. And somebody said, they wonder if Scott saw that case. And that's where he got the idea. The idea. Who knows? I don't know. Um. There's theories that the baby had electrical tape or something wrapped around his torso. So he had a cord in the shape of a noose, supposedly, around his neck. And mm-hmm. then one of his ears had a piece of duct tape on it that was taped down. Okay. Now, they did say that could be debris from the ocean. It wasn't really shaped like a noose. It was just like a loose circle. Right. Whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I, I honestly just don't want to even think about too much about the baby. I know. It's too much. It's too upsetting. Um, we've got this woman, Lourdes, and she said she was watched by somebody in a creepy car. Like, mm-hmm. there's just all this stuff happening. A lot of, and we talked about this last time, there's a lot of the inconsistencies about who saw Lacey walking a dog when? Yes. And did they see Lacey walking the dog? What clothes was she wearing? Where, where does this go? We've got the mailman. And Jody like, Weber says most of the people who saw her are identifying her in the white pants or black pants, white top, 
which is whatever. what she wore on the 23rd. And that Scott gave the the police that description. Mm-hmm. So that's clearly they're thinking. going, oh, I saw that person. And you know what I mean? It could, yeah. none of these people knew Lacey. They all right. just said it was a pregnant woman. Right. So it wasn't like my neighbor who knows me was like, oh, I saw Amy walking down the street. No, it was like a pregnant woman's missing. I looked out. I saw a pregnant woman walking a dog. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's a, a woman who walks her dog around our neighborhood. Her dog's name is Duke. We knew her dog's name well before we knew her name. Her name happens to be Rachel. Duke is like a standard poodle. T- I don't know. He's a Muppet. He is a mm-hmm. walking Muppet. He is the cutest fucking dog. He does the lean. I love mm-hmm. Duke. Mm-hmm. Todd will have to go check the mail if he sees Duke coming down the street Aww. so he can go say hi to Duke. We yes. love Duke. Now that I can identify. Yes. But there's a million other people who walk around here. I don't know. No, maybe a pregnant woman walks her golden retriever. I don't know. Maybe. Not paying that much attention. Yeah. And the thing is, you're not paying attention unless you know there's a reason you should pay attention. Agreed. Agreed. So, and they're, they're saying multiple people saw Lacey after 1018. Okay. Um, they say Lacey confronted the people across the street. Yeah. Of breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm sorry. I don't buy that personally, but maybe. The only way I could see that happening is if she's already outside with the Mm -hmm. dog, ready to go on the walk. But even then, as a pregnant woman, would you go confront people who are breaking into a house? No. I see that. I'm hightailing it back into my house, A, because I don't want to be near people who are breaking into a house. And B, I'm getting in my house. I'm calling 911 and saying, hi, someone's breaking into the house across the street from me. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. Uh, We have the Connor death date piece. Um. And then Rochelle, who is Strawberry Shortcake, she lied in her um, her Which voir dire information. She did lie. She did lie. She's like, about, oh, I mistakenly filled out. You lied. The question was, have you ever been involved in a criminal case previously? When she was four and a half months pregnant, she filed for an injunction against her ex-girlfriend, her ex's girlfriend, the father of her child's girlfriend, who is stalking her and all mm-hmm. of this. So they think maybe she really identified with Lacey. and did this she absolutely lied though Todd and I were talking about it like if someone said to me have you ever been involved in you know a court a court case my initial answer would be no because I've Mm -hmm. I've never been arrested or anything I've been divorced twice Mm -hmm. so there are court documents that you know there are sure transcripts I I would think you're taking somebody to court and you're getting a PFA against them you remember you remember that a hundred percent. Because her defense was not, when she talked about it, she didn't say, well, I didn't really understand the term criminal trial, so I didn't know, right. or criminal case. No. She said, I forgot about that. I forgot about it. Right. Yeah. It would. I would have believed her a lot more if she'd said, oh, I didn't think that was the same kind of thing as Correct. this, so I didn't. Correct. And if you don't know yeah. enough about law, you may, you may honestly think and, and all these little things, this is why I could not put him to death. Exactly. I can convict him. I can't put him to death. Correct. Again, I come back to my theory. I think that it is much more likely he did it than not. I Mm -hmm. don't think the prosecution proved their case. Right. Um, they media they talk a lot about how the media was used to try to manipulate Scott, get him to snap. Janie's one of the last things Janie says is they didn't investigate Lacey's death. They investigated Scott's guilt. Mm Mm-hmm. That's her perspective. And it's a different, it is a different way to come about, come at a case. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's I a think good documentary. I enjoyed I think, it, but it's definitely biased. 
I think if Scott had acted like a normal human being, mm-hmm. they would have investigated Lacey's murder. And I do yeah. think they did some of that. Agreed. Agreed. But they didn't ignore it, but what did they have investigate? They didn't have much. No, they didn't. Oh, There's the no physical evidence. People are saying, oh, so you're telling me, and Janie says this too, you're telling me Scott put Lacey, killed Lacey, put her in his truck, drove to his warehouse, and then went in and checked his email and went on a did it with his dead wife in the boat. Yeah. Scott yeah. Peterson would 100% do that. You're a murderer would 100% me, do that. Right. You're telling me that is too out of his character, but he can call his mistress from his wife's vigil. Right. Here's the thing, though. I, I really appreciated, again, go back to the Kate Casey um, interview, folks, if you haven't listened to it. It's really good. But ju- they did find a little bit of blood on the cover of their bed. Little bit. Little bit. Her theory is, and it makes a lot of sense to me, they think he murdered her that night. Yes. Took her to the Berkeley Marina that night. Mm-hmm. Dumped her body. Yes. Then the next day, did all of these things. I don't think he had the body in the in the boat when he went and checked his email. I don't either. One of the things the neighbor said that was interesting is the blinds weren't open that morning. Mm. And Lacey opened the curtains and blinds every morning. Oh, shit. And to me, that's something small that Lacey does that the neighbors notice, but maybe Scott didn't know she did that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But one of the neighbors reported that it looked that they remember thinking that was strange mm-hmm. that none of the things were open. Yeah, I, it's the whole thing is nuts. I she was not alive that morning. No, I don't think she was. No. Why could why couldn't he have just divorced her? Why could he yeah, have just, just divorce her, divorced dude. her? So that's where we stand. Like it is our opinion, obviously. I believe my opinion. I believe is, he did it. I believe he did it. I believe he killed her the night before, just as you said, took her body down, dumped it. I think it was premeditated. I think he planned it. Mm-hmm. And that's do I think that his trial does he deserve another appeal and a retrial? In my opinion. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not I don't know enough scholar. about the technicalities, but there right. seems to be enough there. I'm not opposed to him getting another trial because I think he'll be found guilty again. Exactly. I hate and, to see the roaches have to go through this again. Oh, I don't I don't want but, Sharon to ever have to go yeah. through this again. Um but they going back to the blood on her on the coverlet of her bedding. Mm-hmm. I don't know what constitutes a coverlet, but okay. Um they fit Jody's theory is is that he probably choked her that night. Mm-hmm. suffocated her and she grabbed at him may yeah. have cut him yeah or scratched him somehow or scratched herself who knows like yeah. if someone's choking you can very easily scratch yourself trying to cry yes. their hands out yes um but we would never know if he, if she was choked because she had no head when they found her right right then so there's this whole what, thing with the cement he had all these cement yes. anchors and then in randomly his, put cement in their front yard. Yep. In his warehouse, he had all these cement anchors made. Mm-hmm. And the prosecution claims, and you could see it in a photo, that there were five, but there was only one left, which if mm-hmm. he tied for what? I don't, yep. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It would make sense the way the body came up that all the limbs were secured down. Exactly. Exactly. So but it would be easier for them to rip them. <sighs> I can't. I, I know. About it. yeah, it's yeah, bad. It's too gross. Um. But yeah, so did we solve it? I think we solved it. Okay, done. 
Now we need Scott to move guilty. on to something else. Yeah, we have to come on to <laughs> another murder. We have some ideas for other murders. Yes, yes. Guys, I hope that this was okay for you to listen to. I know it was some rough stuff. Yeah. But, um, and, you know, Lacey gets an RIP. Lacey and Connor get a thousand RIPs all day, mm-hmm. every day. Can't stop, mm-hmm. won't stop. Um, and Scott gets a, a good luck to you. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. Yep, exactly. I I mean, regardless, whether he murdered her or not, he's a shitty guy. Yep. Regardless. Okay, I do want to just put out there that if you like the vibe and you like what you're hearing, Amanda and I cover Sister Wives and Mm -hmm. some 90-day content on our Patreon, Supercast, and Apple subscriptions. Please hop over there, especially now that I'm unemployed. Yeah, I could use the help. Right, please, please, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That eight dollars is going to be the thing, yes. guys. You have to subscribe. Amy needs to feed her children, and that eight dollars <laughs> is going to be the thing that makes all the difference. Which, by the way, after Patreon, is like five dollars and thirty nine cents. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, if listen, money's tight for everybody. If you cannot yeah, support us in that just way, kidding. leave us a review. Share the show. Those things, I don't think people realize how valuable those things are to podcasters, mm-hmm. especially a little rinky dink podcast like this. We don't have sponsorships. We don't no. have big sponsorships. We get like a dollar when, right. you know, Mint Mobile's on here. But share the love. That yeah. helps. Honestly, take taking a post on Instagram and throwing it in your stories does more than people could even imagine. Yep. Yep. So. If you're in another group and you see somebody mention Scott Peterson, throw a link up to this episode. Yeah. That'd be great. We're all talking about Scott Peterson yeah. all day, every day. <laughs> and jump in our Backdoor Friends Facebook group. It's so much fun. We're almost at yeah. 1,000 people. I cannot believe it. The Bonkers. most supportive place that you'll ever be. I love it so much. Such a lovely group of people. Yeah. Amanda, thank you so much. You're welcome, Amy. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Talk Bye. to you later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 